Welcome to the Eat Sleep Chelsea Repeat pod. On today's pod, we look back on a monumental win against Leeds. Our first win since launching the podcast, believe it or not. We turn up the heat and start defrosting in our regular temperature checks. We run it back in our Chelsea nostalgia section, back again. And we look ahead to the crucial second leg Champions League tie with Dortmund at the bridge. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my brother Craig. And a good friend, Brady. How's it going, boys? How's it feel today? <laughs> it feels great. Three points in the back. Our first win since launching the podcast. That was great. <laughs> Can't yeah, believe that's true. I've had yeah. a cold shower. I've had a run. Chelsea won. I'm on top of the world, mate. I tell you. 1-0. We scored a goal. <laughs> Life's on the up. That's it. Um, well, let's start um, with our win against Leeds. Um, it was a game... Well, we had 57% possession, uh, one and a half uh, XG, 13 shots, three on target, and we scored a goal. Um, we won 1 0, um, thanks to Wesley Fafana's header from a Ben Chilwell corner. Um, how did you see it, uh, Brady? Yeah, I mean, I was sitting Matthew Harden lower, so I got um, a lovely view of the goal, lovely whipped cross by, uh, by Chile, and then the, the chant, we scored a goal, rang around the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, it was a nice moment. I'm not sure what the players would think about that. I probably think the fans were uh, being a bit cheeky there. But in terms of the game, he went three four three, which I was surprised at. To be honest, I mean, I wasn't that happy. He went three four three. We were in a pub before the game, and Craig was a bit confused while I was annoyed. I, I, he surely should have gone three four three at Spurs if he was going to think about doing it. Obviously, because that would have been a better system last week. But um, he went three four three. Put. It was the uh, RLC, RWB, Loftus-Cheek at wing-back, which is what it is. But it, it unlocked Chilwell. Chilwell had a great game. Chilwell was our main attacking yeah. threat through the game. Um, I, even though we were playing wing-backs, I felt Loftus-Cheek was playing a more inverted role, kind of more conservative. Um, Sterling struggled to link with him, but uh, Chilwell was really good. Could have scored in the first half, was whipping in crosses and obviously got the assist. So, so it worked. I mean, it... It worked. The first half was really good. 1.2 XG. Maybe Craig can talk a little bit about the second half and the subs. We can all talk about that. Only three, only 0.3 XG in the second half. It got nervy. Got a little bit like Palace at home, I thought. Kind of 1-0 hanging on. But we won. And uh, you've got to give Potter credit for changing the system. We won a game. So simple as that, really. Yeah, the 3-4-3 the three, three was a, definitely a surprise. But as yeah. you said, Chilwell looked to be more, much more involved in the game. He whipped in 10 10 crosses in the game, which um, I yeah. think is the most for a long time. Um, Craig, how did you see it? Yeah, we changed not only the formation, but we changed a lot tactically yesterday, I thought, as well. Um, lots of early crosses, lots of more direct play. We weren't quite as patient as we have been in previous games. Yeah, like you said, Brady, the the switch was on to Chilwell all day. They played very narrow leads, and uh, yeah, we, we definitely utilised that, both switching the ball to him like halfway line but also him getting in behind um he had a chance in the first half that was switched across so yeah um i love loving watching the 343 obviously one of my favorite formations as well that, that we've played historically conte and tuchel both had great seasons with with running this and we've had a lot of success doing it these players even though um a lot of the new squad only really kovacic chilwell loftus cheek and Havertz were the four that have played this formation a lot before it did seem to suit everyone else as well. Fafana, Kulabali and Badia Shil were obviously a brand new back three um, playing this formation. And uh, I thought they all looked really, really good. I thought Wesley was fantastic and really showed his some of his strengths. And I thought Badia Shil sort of emphasised why he, you know, he's been looking so great and, and just a shame that he's not going to be able to play against Dortmund because I thought he was fantastic as well. So, yeah. Looking forward to seeing this going forward because there's absolutely no chance, surely, that we have to go back to the four-two-three-one after watching that. Yeah, in the the first half, we we created a lot of good openings. I think the obviously Felix Felix hit the hit the bar. Havertz sort of could have passed maybe to Felix, but but missed the one-on-one. And um, Chilwell had a good chance where he wasn't really sure if he was crossing it or or shooting, and he sort yeah, of did both. Yeah. Um, and then the second half, it. It was bright start, but it, it sort of faded away, and, and we think that's probably to do with the substitutions. Yeah, I mean, if, if we talk about the subs, I mean, I don't know if you know the Benny Hill music. It was pretty comical at a point. He, we'll go through the subs. He brought in Conor well, Gallagher. It was, 
it, it was it was a bit of a cameo of who's who of who's not been playing. Yeah, it was. I don't know. If Potter, I don't know if Potter works for a phone company, but he's handing out three minutes for fun. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if he's going to give better than any ten minutes against Dortmund. Like he's, <laughs> he's just handing out minutes to the guys who've been iced. I mean, it was it was bizarre. I mean, to bring Gallagher on for Felix was bizarre, but then he bought. He brought Sterling off, which is fair enough, but he brought Zakaria on, which meant for about for about eight minutes, Cover was basically up front. Cover didn't yeah. know where to go because he, he was put... playing I think he was playing left yeah, left ten. Yeah, left wing. Was hard, and then like they were all grouped in the middle. And then finally he brought Cover off and he, but he brought Carney on. I mean uh Chukwenko. you think, well, okay, he's a good young prospect, but you know, Madaweke and Mudrick are just sitting there. It's really it was really a bizarre fifteen minutes. And the fans didn't like in where I was sitting. Didn't like the subs, and it made the fans very edgy, and it kind well, of took... think, yeah, yeah around us as well. There was just utter confusion about about the substitutes and yeah, what was actually was going well. on on the pitch. Because as well, when he made the subs, it was absolute chaos on the pitch as well. There was no one had any clue yeah. what they were doing. We couldn't get the ball. I mean, it was, from we went from thinking, oh, how many are we going to score here? You know, we're looking pretty good, maybe two, three nil. To you know a struggle like you said to hold on to to the one nil for the end of the game just based on on substitutes so it was, it was absolutely bizarre don't know how you saw it chris yeah uh, uh, you know I, I mentioned it um i think last part of the one before he just he seems to have a uh, some sort of need in his head to just sort of give everyone a game and yeah. it was it was just cameos of people we've not we've not seen in a while it was it was gallagher chukwemenka madueke and chalabar um, who we have we've rarely seen in the last sort of two or three yeah, games. And was suddenly the they're all... time, when was the last time they played any decent minutes? And he's brought them in yeah. in like what was like a clutch game for him. I mean, it was bizarre for Potter because I actually I was looking at Potter during the game and he was actually standing up during the game. And I, yeah, yeah. Like, he was he was a lot lot more active. Yeah, yesterday. Do you know what? He, do you know what? He, do you know what he wore yesterday, lads? <laughs> the turtle, the turtle neck. <laughs> I, I think he's been told by someone. You know, yeah, to, yeah. to to actually to to stand up and and be more vocal with the players because um yeah, yeah. he he really was making an effort to do that yesterday yeah like you said I noticed that as well and I think a lot of fans noticed that he he was I mean, really up on his touchline and Matt Law reported that like before the game Potter kind of realised he's, he's maybe his job was on the line yesterday so well this is this is what I was saying before when you were sort of discussing we started discussing like his personality and I sort of said you have to adapt to the situations that, you know, are presented in front of you. And you could see for the first time, maybe since he's been here, there was a bit of pressure and you could see he had to adapt and, and change who he was a little bit to get the, get the result, uh, you know, minus the substitutions. He was a lot more involved in the game. It just, um, it, yeah. it felt like substitutions that a manager would make if they were like top of the league, not top of the league, or like if they were like comfortably in fourth or something. It wasn't a big game. Yeah, maybe if we feel like three or four nil up, you'd see those sort of subs where it doesn't it, doesn't really matter. And then he ended up bringing Madueke on anyway with like seven minutes left for Loftus Cheek, and it, it was just bizarre. It was really, really. I, I, I get, I get the minutes thing with Felix and Sterling. We've got a huge game on Tuesday. I get. I just don't. It just seemed like the easiest subs in the world to just bring Woodrick and Madueke on in like, like the straight swaps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially with the way Leeds were playing, they were playing quite high. I yeah. thought Mudrick against uh, Luke Ayling on that side, I was yeah. really, really looking forward to seeing it in the last 30. I thought it was the easiest sub to make. And I, I just want to talk about Mikhailo Mudrick a little bit because but we haven't seen him play very many minutes no. at all. And, and it's absolutely bizarre that he got zero minutes yesterday. What, what do you guys think is going on there? I think maybe just trying to get him up to the to the level of fitness maybe needed like you said haven't played for three months and he's not he's not exactly been fantastic when he's been on but I agree it would be it would be good to see more of him and maybe we'll see more on it's not on a good Tuesday. I mean it was a big plus for Potter yesterday obviously you know he, he gives himself the, the, we're not going to say that he saved his job or anything he's giving himself a bit of breathing, breathing space that's all he's done like, yeah. for me he's given himself a bit of breathing room he can go into Dortmund tie without you know if we go out to Dortmund uh, he might not he might not get the chop we're not sure but to bring on two academy prospects or young players ahead of an 80 million signing and Mudaweke is is bizarre. And to do it to do it in this game where the fans needed a win, he needed a win was just really I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It was just weird. And just yeah. maybe he's just 
you know, we talk about temperatures in this pod. Maybe he's not like understanding the temperature around him, like quite like maybe he he just seemed to just feel safe in his job again. Like in the first seventy minutes, it felt like he knew the stakes of the game, but in the last twenty minutes, it's almost like he's tried to sabotage himself. It was very bizarre, anyway. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's that. Let's um let's have a word quickly on on Leeds. It was a a game that I thought we we showed some good intensity and and fight for the most part. It's actually a game where we had the second most tackles won in a game all season, uh, mm. seventeen. So our highest game was eighteen. So I thought we were very competitive yesterday. Yeah, in, in, yeah. In the duels, which was really good to there see. A lot of duels in the middle of the park, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I thought I thought Leeds were quite passive. I thought they could have made it a little bit more uncomfortable. I didn't yeah. didn't quite see that from them. Obviously, <clears throat> Somerville was probably their standout player. Yeah, he, um, he was really, really lively, Somerville, for them. Very skillful player. But I thought they lacked quite a lot of fight. It's the, They had seven... The only, I mean, it's not much of a measure to go on, but they only committed seven fouls, which is their third least of all of their games mm. this season. I thought they were quite standoffish. I wasn't expecting that. How do, how, do you see, how do you see it for Leeds? I mean, they gave us a lot of respect, which they really should not for me. Like... In the first half, they were playing in balls behind. And it's just the last 10 minutes of the first... I thought the first um, 35 minutes we were really good. But the last 10 minutes, they started to grow in confidence. And Aronson got behind a couple of times. And they just kind of... A little bit like us, got themselves into good positions. And then kind of just fluffed the last last cross. I think if they believed a little bit more leads, they definitely could have, could have got a goal. I mean, they generated basically one XG in the second half. Uh, yeah. we, genera- we generated 0.3. So, I mean, they, they won the second half in terms of territory and chances. And... We were hanging on. It was a little bit like Palace. So for them, yeah. I think if they had a little bit more quality up up top, they they would have yeah. caused us a lot more problems. Obviously, they were playing Rutter up top because Bamford was was out injured. Um, and obviously, I don't know what was going on with Gnotto, why he didn't start. Yeah, obviously, I think you know because he's been electric for them. He's been really really good, and and even when he came on, I thought he looked pretty good as well. So um, yeah, I I don't know. I think if they had a bit more quality, they would have caused us a few more problems for sure, especially second half. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that their left back Junior Firpo did a pretty good job versus Sterling. He restricted Sterling a little bit, yeah. but again, again, Sterling was restricted by. I mean, I don't want to get on Ruben because he's not a right wing back, and um, you know he's he's a backup player, and he's basically like the Chelsea handyman at the moment. You give him any exactly, job, yeah, yeah like yeah. You, you put you put him in, you put him in on the six, you put him in deep line mid, you put him in right. He's, he is what he is. Like, so he might not even be here next year. So I'm not going to get get on Ruben, but you know he if Reese was playing then Sterling would have had a better time. The link-up would have been better anyway. They would have given Firpo, obviously, a much harder time. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing Reese and Sterling play on Tuesday yeah. night on that right-hand side. I think that's going to cause Dortmund a, a lot of problems. And, and in this formation, I mean, that just utilises Reese so, so well. Um, and yeah, just <laughs> be nice to see him in the attacking third because we haven't seen it for a few weeks and, and we will see it on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, they talked about actually the link-up before, I think, in training. I think they had a nice link-up in the Leicester game under Tuchel where uh, Reese laid it on a plate for Sterling and Sterling scored two that day. So it'd be nice for them to just kind of link up in a big game and hopefully we can try and overturn the tie against Dortmund. Okay, so let's take some time to to set the temperatures um, based on the current form or behaviour. Um, no one is safe, or or no thing, as we saw from the kettle last week. Um, <laughs> Cobham, the kettle safe this week. Don't worry, the kettle safe. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we might have a, a bit more of an upbeat section this week. Uh, Craig, right. who have you got for us? <laughs> in the in the freezer, Kai Havertz. Oh, <laughs> oh, you, your, dad, your dad told you in a pub yesterday. Don't put him back in. <laughs> I, I, I can't help it. <laughs> He's in there. Oh, Another oh, ninety. Oh. We'll just quickly focus on the natives because we do want to focus on, on the positives of yesterday and there were lots of them. But but yeah, Kai getting 90 minutes for no reason again was not one of them. Um, it, it's, it's just, it's it's quite baffling to me what's going on up top. Um, Oba can't get a minute. He can't play Aubameyang on Tuesday. And and um, 1-0 Chelsea, which sends the tie to extra time, is, is, is the favourite for the scores on on. Tuesday night so it's quite likely we or reasonably likely we we have 120 minutes to play on yeah, against good, Dortmund good on on and and Havertz played 90 again I just don't I really just don't understand it but Aubameyang would have been a great player to have on 
Aubameyang, Mudrik and Madweke would have been fantastic in the last 20 minutes of that game. Yeah, just, just do that triple sub. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. Just, just bring on, just take all the free attackers off and just bring the free attackers on. That was yeah. like the biggest sub in the world, not like whatever you want, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll, we'll he, 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 he did almost have one of the assists of the, the season with his diagonal oh, yeah. to Chilwell. I want it, yeah, with Kai, he looks he does just look better deeper. And he just I was watching him a lot yesterday. He just kind of loves to go into pockets of space and, and just kind of drift around. It's almost like a 10. He's like he plays a little bit like a 10, but just further up, you know. He just he just doesn't I mean obviously he had the one on one as well. I mean when it was no one was confident. I mean it was at your yeah. end of the shed end and you're like thinking it's Kai. And he went for that. I, little... I thought it was a good attempt at a finish from, from yeah. Havertz. I'm not gonna get on him too much. I thought it was a really good save. Um Yeah, Melia his... kept his hand up, which is clever. Yeah, so, yeah. Like he kept his, he kept his, um, you know, his lead hand up because obviously he knows that Kai goes for that chip. So maybe he researched it a little bit. But um, yeah, I, still... I had no, I had no confidence. He was gonna score. <laughs> I, I didn't even. Everyone standing up. I was like, I mean, everyone was standing up anyway. But everyone's sort of getting excited. I was like, he's, he's going to mess this up. It's he not, won't score. It's not one of his strengths. One on one, Kai's. He, his one on one conversion might be worse than his take on version. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's one on ones. You're never particularly confident. It has not a strength of his, unfortunately. It's maybe a little harsh on, on Kai because um, I thought yesterday we had a lot of good performances. So, but yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for for my tepid section, oh, we're going for tepid, are we again? <laughs> tepid again. Tepid just made it in there. Snuck in there, hasn't it? Tepid just snuck in there. He's <laughs> too warming up. I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go Felix because I, I think he, he he's he's looking he's looking a bit. A bit lost at times on the pitch, Jao Felix. I'm I'm not sure. I think I think we alluded to it last week. We, we're seeing a few of these issues. I think with him that we saw uh, at his time Atletico with Simeone, where he's not quite on it defensively, out of possession uh, as much as you would like. Um, he doesn't quite have the intense intensity when things are going well for him. He's the sort of player that that everything looks smooth and and silky and, and great. And when things are not going well for him, he's sort of throwing his hands in the air and he's losing the ball and and he's not really working as hard off the ball as you would like. So, yeah, a few concerns I can see with Jao Felix. And and I think yeah. after the first couple of games with him, we were like, right, let's get this guy signed this second. You know, yeah. now now I think a lot of the Chelsea fans are thinking. We got Nkunku to come yeah. next season. Do we actually need Felix? It's going to be very expensive, million? isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I, I think also if you've got Nkunku, Felix, and Mudrik, I mean, when's when, when's Mudrik going to play? And it's just you know, it's just we don't know that Pulisic will leave. We, I mean, looking at he might, but he probably will. It's, we might not be able to sell all these players. So getting another one in in that kind of half striker, half ten, it's not for me. I, I think it'd be too expensive. Warming up section. I'm going with Ben Chilwell. Oh, nice. I thought he was uh, back in his home, left wing back. Uh, it's funny, when he first signed for us from, from Leicester, he had never played wing back in a in a 3-4-3, three, three. Uh, or very rarely maybe for Leicester. It's not something that he was familiar with. And, and if you remember, he had a few teething issues, I think, under Tuchel when we moved to that system where we were thinking Alonso might actually be a better player than him there but he, he's really come into his own he, he, great movement off the ball yesterday obviously Leeds were playing very narrow and, and a lot of space for him but he but he was getting in behind offering an out ball at all times um I thought he was competitive in the game yesterday as well fired up and, and looked like a player that that really wanted to get a win yesterday on the pitch I was really really impressed with with Chilwell so yeah he can uh he can be my warming up we, we we might see the return of Chilwell left left wing back and Reese James right wing back in a game, which will be the first since for a long time. I think maybe Everton at the beginning of the season, maybe after that. Mm. It's it's been a long time anyway. He played three four three for a bit, didn't need to start when he first. Mm. Um, yeah, but he was playing more like Pulisic and Sterling there. Remember? Yeah, I don't um, think they played. I don't think they started James and Chilwell. Oh, they definitely played at home to AC Milan. Um, oh, did, was it Chilwell? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, maybe that came yeah. And that was, our, that, was our, that was our best performance of the season, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, and AC Milan away, although... Yeah, they did. They both played that game as well. Oh, so they both played the AC Milan games. And James went off injured that game, didn't he? Yeah. But they both started that game, yeah. Winning A winning formula, clearly. 
Yeah, so our best tier performances of the season, really, probably. Although, obviously, uh, Tamori got sent off in the second one, was when they played in the 3-4-3 system. So, you know what to do, Graham. He, we will see it on Tuesday. Uh, for, we'll for talk sure. about that later. There's no Baddy Ashiel. So, he's just going to put Trev in there. But yeah, we'll he'll play that. Trev, I think. Yeah. Right, let's, uh, let's get back on track here. Um, I'm boiling hot for this week. Ooh, it's the return of boiling hot with Greg. Hey. <laughs> Is Benny Badiachil? I thought wow. he, was, he was absolutely fantastic wow. yesterday, and he's really, really showing us that he could be something special at centre back. Badiachil, um, I thought he was fantastic um, passing yesterday as well. He looks so composed for a young player that's coming just coming into the league. Um, you, you, he's he's twenty one years old. Badiachil, he really is a prospect to get excited about. I think. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, he he was excellent. He's he's very composed. I think he can do more. I think he can do more with the ball and, and bring it forward a bit more and f- affect the game in in a different way. But from a defensive standpoint, airily as well, he's 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 fantastic. Yeah, he's he's a big big guy. Yeah, I mean he played the uh, LC LCB role really well. Obviously, in the left foot, oh, we've got we're like stacked in that department now. Obviously, we're Cole will coming back. Yeah, he's been great. I mean, he's been a snippet. I think it was, what, 30 million, right? And um, recently, the, it came out that, you know, Madrid and Man City were after him. And obviously, that's a sign that he was like a hot, hot prospect. And I mean, he's been been fantastic when he's come in. No complaints at all. I think it's helped him that, like, obviously, although the Champions League, being out of the Champions League squad obviously hurt him, I think he'd had time between games to recover, hasn't had been under as much pressure, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really helped him. So, but... I said last week, centre back, we're stacked there now. I'm really happy about centre back, and um, yeah, one of the strongest areas of the pitch for me. So really happy of our defenders. All right, let's. I'll, I'll take. I'll take second here. Um, I don't have anyone for the freezer this week, um, or the fridge. I'm going to try and be positive. Yeah, it only takes one win, and the freezer's gone. <laughs> don't worry, I'll have one. <laughs> I mean, I was going to put Havertz in there, but I felt yeah, bad. Gosh. Um. Okay, so I've got one warming up. Um, Mateo Kovacic, hmm. uh, captain yesterday. Um, six tackles, the most. One interception, one block. Thought he was looking back to his best, looked sharp. Um, some good intricate passes. Um, helped the game flow, moved us out, um, into tr- like transitioning really well. And just looked much more assured than he did, I think, in the last sort of cameos we've seen of him where he looked a little bit disjointed. But... Yeah, I think he's uh, hopefully we're getting back to his best and he can help us influence the game a bit more. And I think next to Enzo, it looked a lot better than it did um, previously as well. Um, I thought they worked a lot better on the pitch together. And yeah, I think he's uh, we, we've missed having him as an option in the midfield. And I think having him back now fit, um, which he looks, I think we'll, we'll, it's well-timed for the, for the Dortmund game at least. Yeah, six out of eight ground jewels won as well for Kovacic. I thought the midfield, especially, was very competitive yesterday. Yeah, I mean, very three, good. Three words from me: renew the contract. I mean, we just need to get get cover in at the club. We just can't let senior players go, especially to Man City. I mean, it'll be it'll be ridiculous to send them to Man City. So yeah. we just need to. All right, they just need to. You know, they bought Koulibaly when he was thirty-one. I know they don't like buying like older players that much. But or like giving them, you know, renewing contracts later in their career. But with Cover, we have to keep him because if Enzo gets injured at any point, it's like you know we we just need Cover in there for experience and just the way he just makes us flow. I mean, his win the the win percentage with Cover playing under Tuchel was like ridiculous. I think it was like eighty percent. So it's like when Cover plays in that three four three, we just cook and him and Kante can really work together as well. So. Yeah, we've got we've got to prioritise cover, and him being captain was great as well. Need the senior players in there because we're we're lacking senior players in this squad, so can't let him go. Absolutely. Um, I actually have two for boiling hot. If you can believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm better. For... That's not <laughs> fair. I'm going last. Can't do that. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think you can take two, Chris. What? What a stitch up. <laughs> choose, um, choose one. Choose one. You can have one and a half, I'm joking. Uh, one and a half. Uh, I'll go for Wesley Fofana. Because okay. I had him I had him warming up, then I had him warmed up, and now he's boiling hot. 
Um, Wesley, uh, 96.4% pass accuracy, which I think is the second most. Uh, 100% aerial duels. He won five, which was the most of any player. Yeah, he, um, he, he's deceptive, isn't he, with his uh, with his size? Yeah, he's, he's, he's got he a bit about him. He's got a bit, yeah. of, a bit of attitude. He's got a bit of get off me. I like that. It's like yeah. it's, I didn't think that. I didn't think that when we signed him at all. Didn't see that at Leicester. So no, it was very reminiscent for me. He also had five progressive carries in the game. Very like Rudigery type yeah. performance in my head. Yeah, and, I agree with that. And a beautiful goal. And he almost could have had another one in the first half. Maybe should have with um, from the first. Sort of, Earlier corner from Chilwell. I, I want to talk as well. Our corners, sorry, were, were fantastic yesterday. For the first yeah. time in, in a month and a half, we actually we whipped in some decent balls. Oh, I had such a good angle of the Chilwell one because right on the level and it was beautiful whip. It was like great, great to see. Yeah. Yeah. Wesley Fofana, he's looking, uh, I mean, we paid a lot of money for him, but he's looking like he's uh, he was worth it at this point. He's He wasn't fit at the beginning of the season, I didn't think. And he, he showed it, he looked a little bit off it, but... He's looking absolutely on it, and he's looking really like he's loving it. Like he loves a bit of, bit of argy bargy. He loves the competitiveness of it. He's getting in people's faces. He, he's um, twenty two years. Old. He's twenty two years old as well. Fafana, I, I think. Like you forget that's that's so young for a centre back. Him, him, and and Badia Shield at twenty two and twenty one years old is uh, potentially going to be a fantastic partnership for us. Yeah, really happy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh, my boiling hot Wesley. Um, looking very, very good and a good personality as well, I think, to have in the team. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, since I've been banned from having two boiling hot, so I'll pass it over to you, Brady. Two boiling hot is ridiculous. Come on, <laughs> That's if, Brady doesn't, if Brady doesn't say him, then when we're winning 5 0, you can have three boiling hot. <laughs> There's like at the moment we're scraping a one nil. It's not exactly. Uh, I can't believe you guys have ditched the freezer section because we no, scraped oh, don't, worry. Don't, don't worry, it's coming. Here it comes. Okay, okay. All right. In the freezer is still Grandpa. He 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 was getting himself out. The first sixty minutes he was out of the freezer. He was like getting the ice ice cubes off, and then he just stepped back into the freezer with the Benny Hill substitutes, putting cover in a false nine. I have no idea what he was doing. I have no idea what he was doing, and. It looked like the team were panicking. Like they would, there was a time there was like five players in a centre circle, and they just didn't know what they were doing because the system was all over the place. Like Zachary came on, he wasn't sure what to do, where to where to pivot. It was bizarre. And Potter, it was like two steps forward, one step back. When we got we got away with it, like we held the game out. But if if it went one one yesterday, that would have been very 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 bad on Potter. And maybe well, Bowley wouldn't have been happy. Let's say so. Yeah, Graham. You're still in the freezer. You've got the option to come out. It's not the door's not locked anymore. You can come out any time, but just don't uh, don't put yourself back in because you're still in the freezer, pal. And uh, I'll just go to warming up. I'm gonna go warming up. I'm gonna go Koulibaly. Uh I think Kaladu, like I said last week, I've got a bit of stick for it. I think he's really, really turning his Chelsea career around now. Repeating myself a bit, he looked like a senior player. He's at the base of that. That three, he, he he filled in for Silver really well. He was telling players what to do, instructing them. He can play with both feet, so he can transition either side with distribution. So he, he plays some really nice diagonals over the top to Chilwell. I'm really happy with the defence, and Koulibaly is definitely warming warming into his Chelsea career. I think so. After a very obviously, it's obviously really difficult. Like when you're bought by another manager, a little bit like a Bamiang, like he has to. And let's be honest, they've come into like a car crash, these players. Like, some of these players must not, not know what hit them, you know? You come into like an elite manager who gets sacked. There's new owners. The squad is huge. You're in a new city. It must be really difficult. So, I'm really happy for Kaladu and the defence. So, yeah, I'm happy with that. And I had, um, I, I had, this was my boiling hot this week. Yeah, was there you go. Koulibaly, and, I think. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a warm, for Kaladu, it's kind of a bit of a warming up slash boiling hot. And for the other one, I'm going to give a uh, boiling hot. I'm going to go Ben Chilwell. Um, nice. I was really, really, I'm, I'm left footed myself. So probably a bit of bias there, but he was everywhere. And he, he, he took it on himself. Cause I think they knew that obviously with, with Lofty Cheek on the other side, they were going to be more restricted on that side. He took it on himself to basically be a winger. He was up and down. He was giving Luke Ailing hell. They were even joking about how like, you know, that they were having a real battle. He got the assist, um, helped with a clean sheet, lots of defending. 
some brilliant some uh he got on the uh, running behind ailing on the back of like diagonals really fantastic he, he, he got stuck in a little bit in terms of like craig you talked about last week the tottenham players sticking up for each other he got into the leeds players a bit a bit of a ruck yeah i like all, that all round a senior player now i mean he's quite young chill i think he's like 25 26 maybe but you know champions league winner he's one of the senior players now so we need that we need that experience he was like telling players what to do and we needed and he was you know he was he was getting the crowd up when we scored like come on come on and we need that we need that so for me Ben Shield was boiling hot this week yeah I just yeah, I like want to quickly it. talk about um someone none of us mentioned Raheem Sterling mm. I thought he, he he had a really really good positive yeah, game again um on uh, uh yesterday and uh looking forward to seeing like you, we alluded to earlier him and uh, Reese down the right hand side on, on Tuesday, but him, Fafana, Chilwell, and Enzo, I think you can start to see sort of the, a bit of a not a spine, but uh, you know so, something. They're all very fiery, competitive people. You can tell that yeah. they're they're winners, and um, the, the, you're starting to see a, a bit of the personality of the side evolving. I think, which is nice. Yeah, I think with Sterling, it's just you know a lovely cutback for Felix is um, off the bar. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, the really good vision. I actually had Felix um, first goal scorer randomly put a bet on four to one. I was like, yes, and then it was hit the bar. <laughs> I had a perfect view of it. I was like, yeah, and then it hit the bar. But anyway, going to Sterling, just cool heads. Like he'll, he'll put his foot on the ball. You know, he 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 can just he just like you can tell he's a senior player as well. Play for City, been in this spot a million times where like they're trying to break down the low block. He's been yeah. there and done it. And so like exactly, yeah. we need players like that. Uh, especially and, and he's not he's not scared to lose the ball in the last yeah. third, which I, which I love. You know, I I love players that are, are willing to try and take people on, to try and yeah. beat people, um, because it's easy to pick up the ball and pass it to back to the centre midfielder when there's two people ahead of you. But he he tries things and and yeah, like you say, he's very familiar breaking down down these low blocks with City, and he's yeah. going to be a really really important player for us, I think, for the next few seasons. Yeah, yeah, and one one note, a couple of notes there on. One on Chilwell, who, despite, you know, runs up the pitch, tries to commit to the attacks, a lot of urgency to score. He's always back in his position defensively as well, which I think goes unnoticed and one of the things we missed. Um, and Kula Bali, heavily criticised for, you know, I think he, was, he just sort of boots the ball around and looked a bit careless. 97.3% pass accuracy yesterday. Yeah. Um, the highest of any of the players who started the game. His distribution uh, well, was on. His distribution was on point yesterday. He did try one absolutely dreadful long ball, but then he hopefully got showered at for that. <laughs> Just can't give the guy praise, can you, Craig? Can't do it. <laughs> uh, he, he's, he's definitely been much improved, hasn't he, Kalabali? Yeah. yeah, he's looking good. Okay, let's let's take a let's go back in time. Um, with our Chelsea nostalgia section, and yeah. the game today um, was Arsene Wenger's one thousandth game when he came knocking down, uh, <laughs> knocking down the bridge um, to Jose Mourinho celebration. <laughs> uh, not his finest hour. I think it was a thousand nightmares that day for him. Um, anyone remember the score? Six nil, wasn't it? 6-0. 6-0, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely smashed them to pieces. Um, the goal scorers actually might be hard in that in the game, I think. Yeah, I've got the goal scorers. So can you remember who scored the opening goal um, that day? I think it was either Torres or Oscar. No. I'm going to go someone out there. Was it Samuetu? It was, yeah. He oh, cut it on, yeah. The, on the right and sort of curled it on his yeah. left foot from the edge of the area and to oh, the other yeah. side. It was it was absolutely insane. Um, he actually, I thought, looked really really good um, for that period of time. Meto, um, he he sort of sl- started his career quite slowly, but he he looked reasonably good for that period. And he obviously had that famous celebration with the walking stick because everyone thought he was too old. Wasn't that game where the wrong player got sent off? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, we'll come on to that. But um, second, can you remember who scored the second goal? Um, he doesn't play anymore, actually. Football. He retired. Well, I assume a lot of these players have retired because it was quite a long time ago, wasn't it? No. I think all of these players are pretty much... Well, maybe not Eto. Are they German? 
Yeah, he was German. He played in Andre Sherler. Yeah, Sherler. Yeah, there you go. Sherler scored a lovely goal. Sort of yeah. Right, lovely sort of drilled into the corner. Um, and then they started chopping us down. Um, Hazard, Hazard scored a penalty, and we were three 0 up within seventeen minutes. If you can believe that, so seemed like Fantastic. a lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then before half time it went to four can you remember who scored the fourth into the roof of the net from, from close that this was Oscar right this was Oscar yeah he um, he, he made it four it was a lovely goal um, and then on the on the other side of half time we had a couple more goal scorers one of them was Oscar again and then for the sixth goal Mo Salah Mo Salah yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he, okay. It's a, a nice finish. He was kind of throwing goal from like the halfway line, pretty much. And he I remember that it really, really well. Yeah, yeah. He never did. He never did anything of his career anyway. So I guess. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, but the game was overshadowed by um, a red card event um, where I was literally right behind that because I was in the shed lower and I saw the shot. I can't. I can't actually remember who had the shot, but it, it came and um, the guy put his left hand out to save it, and then it went wide. Um, which is obviously what what happened for the penalty, um, which Hazard scored. But can you remember the player who was sent off? I do know the two players. Yeah, wasn't it Oxley Chamberlain handballed it, but Kieran Gibbs got sent off. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Was... I have a lot of banter with Arsenal fans about Arsenal friends about that. Like, just really. Bizarre. <laughs> it was funny because we were there and we were because I was literally I was I was right behind it and I saw it and I was you know. We, Go, you know, go ballistic because you you can see it, and you you hope that the officials have seen it because it was before VAR. Um, and yeah, we were screaming to get Oxlade Chamberlain off, and then he showed the red card to Gibbs, and we were sort of bemused because we were expecting him to come back on, and you know, someone to correct it, and he just never went off, which was ideal for us because I thought Oxlade Chamberlain was quite poor. <laughs> And Gibbs was probably a better player than him, so it worked out I mean, quite people well. People say a lot of things about VAR. At least they send the right player off. <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah, famous game. Do you, do you guys remember that game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really, really remember. And obviously, I don't think you've talked about the best bit yet, which was uh, Mourinho and Wenger on the, yeah. on the, on the touchline. <laughs> Giving off to each other. I think they squared just, up, didn't they? They did yeah. square up to each other. And there, there's a really famous photo, isn't there, where it's... Uh, He's what I think he's got his tie in his hand or the ties like in oh, the yeah, air, yeah, and and it's just it's it's just two old I, men I actually got under Wenger's skin for once. Oh, he was under Wenger's skin, I think, for from minute one that he came into the Premier League until yeah. until one of them left. I thought, yeah, he was, and and <laughs> it just is sums up Jose perfectly doesn't it it's like it's Wenger's thousandth game he probably gave absolutely everything into that tactical meeting before the the game I can imagine I've seen clips of of what Marino used to be like in the uh in the tactical meetings before the games and uh, I can just imagine what he was like saying we are ruining Wenger's party today there is absolutely no way Arsenal are winning today Um, I mean I think six months later he uh, he pulled out the specialist in failure quote. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no no love lost there. <laughs> um, I, 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 it's it's very similar actually to when uh, Liverpool we went up to Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, that's Rio. right. And and Two they now. the clowns they expected the clowns to show up, you know, you know for the the parade. And uh, I can just imagine. Mourinho in in these sort of tactical meetings in these big games, how he winds the players up, how he gets them to perform, um, fantastic. So yeah, that that really was a statement win, wasn't it? Oh, it was one of the best. It was a great day to be there, and it, it really it sort of sent us to that sort of elite status of just you know this is who we are, this is what we're about. You know, you come down the bridge, thousandth game, you think it's going to be a party? It's absolutely not. Shut down very quickly. Game's over <laughs> at half time, and he. You could see he doesn't like Wenger yeah. quite early on in his career, so he, you know he's absolutely buzzing. And he comes out afterwards and he's very like, he's quite a good Mourinho. He came out afterwards, he's very like, you know, he doesn't show it that well. Like he's he's very sort of deadpan at the end. Yeah. Um, but he's at, you can tell he's absolutely buzzing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's peak, peak, uh, peak Mourinho. Well, not peak Mourinho actually at Chelsea because obviously his first spell was peak Mourinho. But yeah, you know, peaks, kind of that was like a second peak for him, wasn't it? Yeah. He's eight to one to be the next Chelsea boss, so could see I, that. I don't, I don't want him back, Jose. I, I, I appreciate everything he's, he's done for the club. He's and, favorite. 
Do, do we know? Yeah. Do we know the bookie? Just a bit of a tangent. Do we know the bookie's odds for the favourite? The next, next manager. It's do you, do you know? It's Poch. No, it's please Poch. no. Talking about Arsenal Tottenham. Oh. So anyway, Graham's, Graham's got the choice to be out of the freezer now. So done. Well, let's let's see if he can get out of the freezer as we welcome Borussia Dortmund to Stamford Bridge on Tuesday night in um, the second second leg of our Champions League tie. Um, we are trailing 1-0 um, from the first leg. Um, Dortmund have been um, pretty consistent. Uh, they've won uh, 10 games in a row in all competitions, including that Chelsea game. Um, and they've won the last four away games and only conceded one goal. So they're not going to be a not going to be a pushover. Um, we're actually unbeaten at home in the Champions League this season. You can believe that. Uh, one draw and two wins for us in the group stages. So some positives there. Uh, how do you see this one going down, uh, Greg? Well, I'm I'm very very excited for the game first and foremost. I think uh, it's uh, it might be the highlight of our season this game. Uh, to be honest, the the pressure that's on Potter, the fact that it's a Champions League knockout tie, um, the fact that we don't, we're not in any of the cup competitions and we have absolutely no chance in the league. You know, all these things culminating into the fact that Tuesday night is just... I'm just excited to, to hear the atmosphere and, and to be around um, the, the pre-game for, for, for what I think is going to be a fantastic spectacle, especially with the style of play that Dortmund play with. There's going to be chances in the game. They, they're not going to come and, and shut up shop and uh, and hope to hang on to the one nil from the the first leg. I think we've actually got a chance to score multiple goals in a game on Tuesday night. I'm going to say it here. <laughs> wow. Now, wow. I think I think we've got a chance with with how they play to score multiple goals in the game. And I think we're going to start fast. I've I've got a feeling. I thought we started fast for the first time in a long time on uh, Saturday against Leeds. I thought that you know yeah, we did start was, very fast. Yeah, there was a lot of energy. And I think I can just envisage it right now that, that I think we're going to be well up for this game on Tuesday night. I think the players as well, they know the magnitude of this game as well. I think, I think you don't need Potter to tell you this. You don't need the manager in a game like yeah. Tuesday night to really hype you up. You know that it's a massive game. And, and once that Champions League music starts playing, that'll really get them flowing for the game. And, and, and I think we could really start the game well on Tuesday. We've yeah. got... We're going to be missing uh, Badia Shiel on on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We obviously can't play quite a lot of the new signings. Um, how do you see it, Brady, from a sort of team point of view going into the game? Who's going to start? I mean, it's a shame Badia Shiel was obviously um, well not in the squad. I mean, I, I assume it'll just put, it'll just slot Trev in there. I can't see him reverting back to the the old system. I think that would be that would be really well. Risky and just an ill-advised move. I think it will just basically be the same team. I think probably just with Reese James, where Lottie's cheek was. I can't see. Him. I think he's going to play Havertz. So <laughs> he has to play Havertz, doesn't he? So um, I think it will be the same front three. I think it'll be exactly the same team uh, with with Reese for um, Lottie's cheek, which is a huge upgrade. I'm looking forward to like I said earlier, the Sterling and Reese link up. I think yeah. I mean, we we scored like was it like two xg in the first game? So if I something like that, if I wasn't mistaken. So yeah. in the second half, we were like all over them. We can definitely score versus them, but the problem is, is if we concede, we have to like score three to win the game uh, to win the tie outright in ninety minutes, and score two um, to win the game in in one twenty. So or get it depends. So we haven't scored two goals in like a long time. And when was the last time we scored two goals? Was it was it Bournemouth? I think yeah. it was Bournemouth. Yeah. I mean, and Bournemouth are, are tragic. So it's Craig. You seem to be very confident about this tie. I mean, I'm a bit more pessimistic. I mean, yesterday we were we were better, which is which is quite, quite a nice kind of preamble for the game. But in general, we we have to have the performance basically of the season uh, under a manager who is not getting the performances out of the team in general. So they're gonna. But we 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 are a tournament team. And Kai Havertz has actually spoke about that. Like we're a tournament team by by trade almost under Tuchel. So maybe they can get under the lights Champions League magic going. What do you think, Chris? Um, I think it's going to be difficult. I think the the, the front three is going to be 
probably what's going to make or break the game for us. Um, yeah. I think Badia Shield obviously can't play, so we'll probably slot Trevor Chalaber in there and Reese James on the right wing. I, I think it'll be mostly the same team, but yeah, this front three of Havertz, um, Sterling and Felix, obviously you want to keep Sterling. Felix and Havertz, I don't know um, if that's going to be enough to... To damage no, no, with Kai, Kai's got history in the Champions League, though. No, Kai's been, we always joke about Kai. He's a bit of an enigma on this pod. It's like, he has got history in that tournament. Like, he's scored some huge... I mean, he's obviously scored the, one of the biggest goals in the club's history. Like, he... Maybe he can do it in the Champions League. There's a psychological thing that might tap into him. I don't know. But, um, yeah. He's the, he's the man you keep coming back to. It's like, he watched the game and he doesn't do anything, pretty much. And then... well, it's he, he's pretty much the only player who plays 90 minutes in the attack. So <laughs> he's constantly in our face, isn't he? <laughs> you keep coming back to him and hoping that he's going to turn his turn his career around and suddenly start banging in a couple of goals. Um, I don't I see my dream. On Tuesday, I yeah, think I starting him could be good. I think his pace is important. I don't um, see. I don't see them. I mean, surely if you were going to start Mudrick, you'd give him some minutes against Leeds, like just to. This is what I mean. You just chuck Mudrick in, in like a huge game when he's like not, you know, not really got any like minutes in his legs recently. So he 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 won't play. He won't start Mudrick. No, he won't. I think he'll play. I think he'll play the same front three. Reckon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll, we'll hope for that. I think with Reese James, that is what he's one of our best attackers anyway, right wing back. So it will make a huge difference um, if he's there and Chilwell's on the left. Like, very excited to see those two if they're playing in a three-four-three. I think that's one of our best formations with with those two. I think really? when one of them or both of them are injured, it, it becomes not as impressive with the backups that we've got. I think the only question is who's going to play at the base of the three. So obviously, Fafana. You think Fafana will switch to? The left centre back role. I think he'll go to the base, and Koulibaly will go left centre back. What do you think? I think that's the only thing that was kind of a, a question. No, really. I, I think they'll play Chalaba right and Fafana left centre yeah, back. I, yeah. I, I would agree. With yeah, that. I think that's the best, best solution. I, I think keep Koulibaly in the central role. I think that's the role that suits him best. Yeah. Um, it allows him to use sort of the attributes that I think he's strongest at, which is reading the game, um, anticipation, things like that. Um, whereas. You're you're asked to be on the ball in a lot more under pressure situations as the right left centre back. So, yeah, it would be one of the two. Anyway, I don't think that's that's so important. I'd actually quite like to keep Fafana, James, and Sterling down the right. I think that that's nice. Anyway, so maybe they will keep that. Just throwing a spanner in the works. Is there any chance he played Kukurea in a free at bat? Yeah, Ooh. or or yeah. I think as right centre back as well is is a small possibility. Wow. That's a bad. He's, he's not fit though, right. is he? Aspilicueta, he's still recovering from his concussion. Aspilicueta. I don't think he'll play him. My understanding the... from concussion uh, protocol is is around two weeks, I believe, to to come back from mm. from those sort of things. So I am surprised that he's not in the squad. But I, maybe if he was a more important player, I think maybe he would be. Yeah, asked to, asked to come back, but you know, with his age as well, they're probably being a little bit more more cautious. Mm. I mean, Dortmund have got goals in them and they're dangerous and they score a goal. We've just got to go gung-ho and just try and score more goals than we've scored really ever under Potter. So it's just it's difficult. Okay, well, let's let's try some predictions for the game. I'll come to you first, Brady. What have we got? I think we can win. I, I don't know exactly. I think we'll win in 90 minutes. I'm not sure if we'll win the title. I'm going to go 1-0 Chelsea in 90 minutes and then you never know what happens. All right. So that's my prediction. Nice. What did you have for the Leeds game? Was it one 0 One nil. I got it right. I got it right. right. Yeah, Very yeah, good. yeah. Good. Safe. I'm going to go one 0 Chelsea, and after ninety minutes, I mean, I'm not going to predict penalties or anything like that. Who knows? But um, I think we can win the tie outright. So we win the tie in ninety minutes. But after that, it's obviously anyone's guess. I'm going three one Chelsea in ninety minutes. Three goals at home. This is madness, isn't it? Craig, me and Chris are the ones that wear the glasses, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 2-1 Chelsea. Um, and I think it will be an unlucky loss on penalties. Wow. I could definitely think I won 20. So, yeah. yeah, I think very, very likely we, we head into, into extra time, which is why I was surprised that some of these players played 90 minutes. But yeah. Um, we've got a quiz 
Yeah, it's quite it's quite an easy quiz this week. I thought the last one, last week's one was quite hard. This was quite an easy one. So we're just going to roll with it. We'll see. Can you name the last time Chelsea won a last 16 Champions League tie at the bridge? Oh, so it was the second leg being at the yeah, bridge. Second leg, second leg, second leg, last 16 tie at the bridge. How is this in any way easy? Oh, I thought this was... Oh. Um, well, it's going to be the, the, the two call. Well, it, might, it might not be because we might not have been at home second. Oh, I see. Well, we, yeah, we, we, we've only come top of the group. I'd quite uh, recent, not, not that often, actually. Just, I'll give you a clue. In the first leg, Olivier Giroud scored. Oh, Fletico Madrid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. The, the famous scenes of... Uh, Emerson. Silver. Emerson scoring, actually. Yeah, good, the famous scenes of... Um, yeah, that's right, yeah. Jorginho, Silver and Mount yeah. in the fans celebrating. Oh, yes, they were suspended, weren't they? And they, yeah, they were celebrating. Uh, fashionable clothes on the stairs, jumping up and down in the East Stand. Lovely scenes. That was during COVID, so there's no fans. So they basically, they were the fans that day. Um, do we know we got the first goal? Is it Mount or Pulisic? No, no, Mount wasn't playing because he's... Oh, of course the, not, yeah. It was a player, a much sort of controversial player at the club at the moment. Controversial player at the club? I have it. He he, got, he he was sent off for thirty seconds last week. Of oh, Ziyech. It was oh, Hakim Ziyech. He scored, it was in... a breakaway goal. Yeah. Oh breakaway. yeah, I do remember. Hakim Ziyech was yeah. uh, pretty good for us in the Champions League, actually. So yeah, and then obviously Emerson with the with the goal. So yeah, that was uh, that sent us through to um, the last eight where we beat Porto and then Madrid and then. Man City and the rest is history. So yeah, that's the last time. Something to uh, something to get us excited. About yeah, two nil about yeah. the bridge. Yeah. That will do, wouldn't it? So that will do. Well, we've got Mount Silver and what well, Jorginho's not even here anymore. But they're not available again. So maybe history will repeat itself. Well, they might be in the stands though. Who knows? Probably not Jorginho though. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> you never know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Brady. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we've. Um, got for today um, but regardless of the result we will be back next week um, for more updates and all things the SCR you can follow us on Twitter at Eat Sleep Chelsea and Instagram at Eat Sleep Chelsea Repeat um, and as always we hope you're carefree wherever you may be and thanks for listening